I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Cheyenne and today I'm sitting down with Coach Thomas. He is the head women's basketball coach at St. Mary's College. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Looking yeah. forward to our conversation. Me too. So you're just about to wrap up your 14th season at St. Mary's. Can you kind of tell us how your season's going and the highs and the lows? <laughs> well, there's been many highs uh, and many lows this year. First of all, the season is not going, I guess, as expectations would have it mm-hmm. um, for the last decade or more, we've been in the top two or three in the West Coast Conference. And this year, we have not met those expectations. So anytime you're not, you know, you're not in that top two or three, then then the season, you, you, you're considered struggling. <clears throat> um, we have a losing record, and that's difficult to, to deal with, once again, just because of the standards that we have here and the standards that we put on on our student-athletes and really the standards that they put on themselves right. um, are to win um, and, to, and to win on a consistent basis. Now, with that being said, our highs this year, we, um, we beat Gonzaga at home when they only had one. Their, their only loss was a loss to Stanford in overtime, and they were currently ranked, uh, I think, 10 or 11, somewhere in there. And so the, quote, media, um, and people said that was our biggest win um, and one of my biggest wins as a coach at St. Mary's College. I I did not feel it that way, but did not feel that way. But, uh, you know, just on paper and their high ranking, et cetera, um, that was a pretty big win. Uh, Another high this year was uh, this particular team, I reached 500 wins as a, as a head coach. And so this team w- was part of that. So that was a really wow, cool thing. Congrats. To share. Yeah. Thank you. To, so it was just a cool thing to share that uh, with this particular team. It's, uh, we've struggled a little bit. We've lost some close games. We have, uh, the ball hasn't bounced our way on numerous occasions. And so when you stack some of those things up, uh, it, it can snowball. But yeah. with all that being said, uh, we had an awesome practice yesterday as we prepare for a game on Saturday, tomorrow, and you know those those are the highs. <clears throat> right. You know, each day each day is is different, which is one of the reasons I love what I do is because each day brings something new and something different, a different challenge, a different. You just have a different perspective uh, each and every day. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I think a new day, there's always new challenges and a new season. There's always new challenges too. Yep. For sure. We're, we're certainly in the mode. We, you know, having a end of the year tournament, a conference tournament, you like all 10 teams in our league, you know, everybody's got a chance, you know, everybody says we're zero and zero, you know, all the coach speak. Mm-hmm. So we'll be using all that as well. And uh, anything can happen. Um, we're a team that uh, we've, we can shoot the ball pretty well, and most of the time we do. Uh, but if we get, if we can really get on a roll, uh, one of the reasons we beat Gonzaga is because we made 14 three-pointers. I think we are 14 oh, wow. for 21. So we're very capable of doing that. And so if you can 
kind of catch that on a one game basis and do that uh, two or three days in a row, you're going to find yourself in the championship games. We haven't punted the season yet. Right. You're still, you can still kind of get there. You know, like you said, everything kind of goes zero to zero when you get into that tournament play. So absolutely. Well, good luck with that. How did you get into coaching? A long time ago, long, long time ago. um, I believe this is, year 36 37 so uh, i've been doing it you don't say years anymore you i I say decades (laughs) so i started thinking about coaching when i was a junior in high school and i knew i wanted to coach basketball and i'll try and make a long story as short you know back in the day um, i played football uh, basketball and baseball so you played baseball in the spring and summer and then you played football in the fall and you played basketball in the winter. At least that's what I did. My junior year, I broke my collarbone basically the first game of the of the season in football. So I was, I mean, it's a six to eight week yeah. recovery. Yeah, and man. so I kind of fell in love with the game. One of the football coaches was also the head basketball coach. So I, I'm recovering from my broken collarbone. Um, I just spent a lot of time with him and talking about basketball and I just kind of fell in love with the game and just that's kind of how it all started. I also at that time, once again, way back when and way back in Nebraska, you had, you took, I had a shop class. One of the projects was we had to make like a, like a sheet metal toolbox time capsule thing just a just a, like a tool i'll call it a toolbox okay and so in that um i wrote that i was uh one of the coach basketball and that i was going to uh, win a national championship and so i put it in there locked it up we, several 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 years later i had the opportunity to do that when i was the head coach at cal poly pomona and uh, so that's a pretty cool thing. So the, yeah. the game is, is so the game has treated me uh, very well. I've you learn a lot. I you learn every day is what you really do. Uh, yeah. Just the people you're around, the the student athletes. It changes. You know, it's funny how generations. I've had generations of players. Um, each year we when we travel to Spokane. One of my former players is, is living up there and she has dinner with us and comes to the game. And uh, it's just kind of cool to talk about what happened 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so those are the things. Uh, and that's just kind of keeps you going. It's, as I said, it's, it's transitional. Um, your perspective each day can be changed, uh, your philosophy. Like, I don't think my philosophy on coaching has changed that much, but your perspective and your outlook because generations change and, uh, with the technology and all these kids are smarter and the information is at their fingertips. And all they got to do is look down on their phone and they can find out anything. Um, and so your perspective changes a little bit. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Did you always know you wanted to coach girls basketball, or how did you get into that? No, I did not. When I was a, uh, I was in my third year. I went to Midland Lutheran College. I was in my third year of playing there, going into my third year, 
and my old high school history teacher had called me and uh, wanted to know if I knew anybody on the girls on the women's team at Midland that would be interested in coaching, um, and they would be the JV, be the head JV coach, head freshman coach, uh, and assistant varsity girls coach. And I thought about it and I said, oh. This would be, I think I would, I wanted to do this. So I went over there and interviewed. At the time, it was uh, 51 miles each way. So I basically commuted 102 miles. I got offered the job, I accepted the job, and I was commuting 102 miles uh, basically six days a week. You know, now that doesn't seem that horrible, but uh, back then, and it was in Nebraska, so there's weather and all that going on during the middle of that basketball season. But I learned a lot. Uh, Joan Reznicek was my the first person that I worked with. She was the head girls coach then, and she taught me a lot. And I just didn't want to coach guys after that. Mm-hmm. I just, I had never really had a desire to coach guys. Just never have. Now, I just, I helped uh, when I was at Wayne State College as an assistant. I unofficially helped Steve Aggers in, in the men's program there. Uh, I, I just didn't have a desire. Okay, I'm going to make the switch. Uh, I'm going to make the switch over to men. I just didn't want to Didn't want to do that. Yeah. Kind of what you started, you just kind of knew that was the path you wanted to go with, with the women's basketball. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So, I and I never, it just was not something that, like, I didn't ever think in any point in my career, God, it's it's time for me to get on the men's side. The men's side is better than the women's side. I never one time thought that. I've always worked with um, females, and I love it. I, as I said, I just really, really enjoy it. It's just, uh, I, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I feel like obviously you've been doing stuff, right? You've been coaching, as you would say, for decades. And so that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are a travel company. So I always like to ask this question, but what are some of your favorite travel experiences, mm-hmm. whether it was traveling with the team, because obviously you guys travel a lot or personal travel, if you could share some of your favorite memories you bet uh well i've since i've been at st mary's i've probably have been to australia oh 15 16 17 times wow you guys always uh, take your tours there is that where you guys no we have not taken a tour there yet oh. yes we're, we're, we eventually will so i travel there for recruiting wow. and everybody just does the same thing they all wow that is uh that's great that you get to travel to Australia. Uh, most of the time, most of the time, um, in fact, uh, that you're, you're traveling there and you're recruiting. So it's a business trip. Right. I have been in, but because of days off between when you're watching games or doing things, you get to do a couple of things. So I've, I've been to Brisbane and Canberra and Sydney and Melbourne. So you get to take a little bit of time to kind of soak up the culture. And uh, we have now former players there, so they get to show you around a little bit. I've been to New Zealand, which was uh, fun. Um, I most recently, probably the uh, last July, my wife, and at the time she wasn't even one, uh, one year old daughter, we we flew to Bangkok. And 
got to travel over there. Once again, it was for, it was work related, but we got to go to Bangkok and experience that, which was extremely unique. Uh-huh. Um, not quite sure if Bangkok is a place I would return, but I'm glad I got to go and to experience that. Um, uh, this, this past year with the team, we took our team, we try and go on a trip every year. And so this year, our team trip, we played at the university of Kansas and then we kept going East and we basically went to, uh, Orlando and played in the U- university of central Florida tournament. So we got to play in the historic Fog Allen field house. And then we kept going and we spent a day at Disneyland. We spent a day on the, uh, on the glades and on, um, the airboats. Is that right? The airboats. So it's always cool when you get to travel with the team, because a lot of times they haven't been to many of these places and you get, you know, sharing experiences with them is a, is a, it's a pretty cool thing. So we've gone to Boston. We've done New York City. We've done Virginia. Um, and we got to go to D.C. We've gone to Texas. Uh, so the travel part of it is enjoyable, but it's also moving 20-plus people around and keeping 20-plus <laughs> people on a schedule and uh, keeping them moving uh, all in the same direction is one of the things that I love about my job, but traveling has its challenges as well. And especially since we have international kids, uh, you know, you, I mean, we've had kids forget their passport and that you, that's a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole right. different ballgame <laughs> trying to, totally. trying to get that figured out. Yeah. Seems like you've always been able to have some really cool experiences that you do, yeah. kind of work, but also you get to travel as you go to those places. Yeah. That's- and then we, uh, my wife and I, we have traveled. We, I enjoy Mexico, so we try and go to Mexico every year. As I said, I've been to Paris. I, I mean, I'm just very fortunate that uh, that I get to move around a little bit. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, it is. Uh, and I have I have four kids, and so we take our four kids. We've taken them. We take them down to Southern California at times and we've taken them to different places in California, which I think is an incredible state in itself. So you need to do uh, many things with them as well. Yeah. How cool. Well, thanks for sharing those experiences. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. This question is going to put you on the spot a little bit, but what is one thing that no one knows about you that you can share with us? There's probably lots of things, but one (laughs) that I would probably share if I didn't coach and wasn't a basketball coach, I would probably be a long haul truck driver. That's probably something that not a lot of people know about me. Really? Why would, would you want to do that? Because you get to see the country. You get to be, you know, kind of in, obviously I'd want to take my wife and my youngest, uh-huh. the, the baby with us. Uh, but you're on your own time. You get to go at your own pace. You, so you know, you, you got a, the best of a lot of worlds there. You get to, the only thing I probably would not like about it is, is I love to cook. And so you're not <laughs> probably cooking a whole lot of meals in an 18 wheel tractor trailer. So, so that's probably one thing. I, and, and then the cooking thing, I think a lot of people know that, that I enjoy cooking. So, so that probably wouldn't be too much of a big surprise. <laughs> well, I think that 
what you just shared is kind of a surprise. A lot of people probably wouldn't know that about you. So. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't. That's awesome. No, they wouldn't. Um, one question I also like to ask is, if you're an athlete wanting to play um, collegiate sports, what would your advice be to them? Um, well, if you want to play collegiate sports, it does, I don't think it matters what sport um, you want to play. I think one of the biggest things is, is you, you have to understand the commitment level. It's a fun job, but make no mistake about it. Uh, there are job things about it mm-hmm. and meaning you you're on somebody you're on my schedule like you don't right. get to go train whenever you want you get you have to practice when I say you want to or when our practice slot is and that's so I think that's that's a big part of it um you just now I'm talking about a team sport here but I think that's a big part of it that there's a function of you know, you're on somebody else's time. There's some physical, you're going to have to put in some physical effort. There's, it's going to be hard. There's just like this season, there's ups and downs. And being in college, you're, it's more of a business. It, it just really is. Yeah. My, my, I, I have one purpose here. And that's to, my job as the head women's basketball coach is to be successful and, and successful as a coach is winning. And so it's my job to try and put the very best people out on the floor at the right time and and that. And when you have 12, 13, 14, 15 people, you're not gonna, everybody's not going to play the same amount of time. So, so you're going to, you're going to go through those ups and downs as well. You're going right. to play really well and not get as much game time. And you're going to play really well and get a lot of game time and everything in between. But from my perspective, that's probably one of the things I enjoy the most is trying to get a group of people to believe and uh, get on the same page. And uh, we call it this year, we've said one voice to have one voice. That's what I, that's, that's one of the favorite things about my job is trying to get a group of people to do that. Yeah. I like that. I like that you said like it's a commitment level that people need to be aware of because you're right. Like we're as an athlete playing, you are on somebody else's schedule. You're working for them basically, you know, I mean, not technically working, but it is like a job, like you said. Yeah. And then the other part of it is um, it's, it's supposed to be fun. And we all, uh, we talk about how fun it is playing sports. However, we all know losing is not fun. There's, right. there's no, and, and especially, and I, and I don't want to, losing at the Division three level or junior college level or NAA level is the same as losing at the highest Division one level or that, but we're all trying to win. We're in yep. a competitive environment and you get, a, you get to see some tears once in a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure you do. So, you know, that's, seeing more tears this year than I have in the years past, but uh, you just, you learn from it. And uh, hopefully as that time goes on, you, you get better. And, uh, and I think that's once again, one of the reasons uh, I enjoy what I do because every day you're looking, some, you're going to do something to improve something to get better. And uh, yeah. your student athletes probably are sh- showing you the way somehow. Right. Yeah. I like that. Just to kind of wrap it up, um, I know you guys are still kind of towards the end of your season, but what are you most excited about as you're wrapping up your season or what's your next adventure? What's next? 
Well, our next adventure is tomorrow when we go over to Stockton to play the University of Pacific. So that's our next adventure. Um, and then we end up with uh, next weekend, we have two home games. So we have senior night. We have four seniors. And so that's always difficult, as I talked yeah. about before. You know, this, this, their generation is coming to a close. And, uh, and so that's, that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. And then we're on to Vegas uh, for the West Coast Conference Tournament. Yeah. And then, uh, and then May is a little bit of downtime. May is when we head to Mexico and we do a little bit of recruiting. And then April's a little bit of recruiting. And uh, then summer camps and July recruiting. So. <laughs> you have a lot all, coming up. <laughs> a lot of adventures. Yes, it all changes, but it all stays the same. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Coach Thomas, for joining us on this podcast. And we wish you and your team the best of luck, especially with your game tomorrow. It was awesome to talk to you. You got it. You got it. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, Cheyenne. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.